ask them, help them see why, and then ask them if they'd be willing to, to play. Would you be willing to play in creating this change that I think will really serve the greater good of this business? And, and that involves all of us. Are you in? Are you willing to experiment with me? Welcome back or welcome to the Create Purpose podcast. How do I motivate my team? <laughs> That's a question that I got asked this week. And it's a question I can relate to because I remember when I had a team of 30 salespeople across the U.S. and the number of calls had dipped. We hadn't had a win in weeks. And I remember asking myself, how could I motivate them? How could I inspire them? And I inevitably would get them on a conference call on a Monday morning and I would have my notes and I would tell them how we just need to keep going, keep working hard. You guys can do it. I believe in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rah, rah, rah. Went on and on and on and ready, break, and nothing changed. Nothing changed. And so I'd show back up Monday. I've had, a, had another speech. And then maybe at the end of that speech, I'm like, all right, everybody, I also want you to read this book because I knew that book would motivate them, right? And I would try everything under the sun to get my team energized because we were kind of going through some lulls and I was like trying to pick them up, right? And here's what I learned. I was doing it all wrong, for one. But for some reason, that's where we tend to go. That's, that's the default. I, I don't know. Maybe we, we learn it from watching you know, the, the sports movies like Miracle and you know, you know, the, the halftime speech where the team's down zero to you know, 27 to nothing and they're losing and the coach comes in and gives some inspirational speech and then they go win the game. And I think we, in some weird way, hope that's how it works. I don't think it works that way. Now, if you are like, the best in the world at speaking and you know, like maybe for sure, I've listened to speeches that have gotten me fired up. So I don't want to diminish that. But I don't think that is, I think that has a limited shelf life. I do. I think it's meant for those game time moments. And if you're always doing that, if you're always using that tool in the toolbox called motivation, motivate your team, I think it, I think it grows stale. I think you know that as well. And so what do you do instead? I think motivation, one, motivation often comes after commitment and discipline and getting into action. So, I mean, think about you. Like, do you ever do something when you're not motivated? You know, if you have any type of exercise routine, if you're like me, I don't always want to go to the gym. I'm not always motivated to go, but it's kind of funny how once I get through my my stretching and my first set of some light work, all of a sudden I start picking up a little bit heavier weights, right? When I set out to run a half mile, I end up running a mile, you know? The motivation shows up later. So same for you, same for your team. And so don't don't make motivation the goal even because it's it's hard. It's hard to like create motivation. Motivation just kind of shows up when you're in flow and you're you're in in the work and you're feeling progress. I, I think that's where motivation comes from more than anything. And so what do you do? Like, well, what do you do if your team's down? Maybe they've been working extra hours. Maybe you're trying to get them geared up for a really busy time of year, which is ahead of us for a lot of a lot of product-based businesses, right? You, you, you have a, a season where maybe you make your whole year in, in one quarter or maybe even one month. So I get the desire to motivate. 
And so here's what I, I want to set you up for success. I want you, here's how you create an environment that's more conducive for motivation, for, for higher energy. Notice an environment that's conducive. Like you're not going to get people to be motivated. Like don't, <laughs> don't take yourself so seriously. Don't put that pressure on you. All we can do as leaders and managers is work on the environment that we're creating, the climate, the emotional climate in, in the business. For sure, as a leader, the way you show up does kind of determine the energy your team brings, right? If you're Debbie Downer, negative Nancy, and just just kind of grumpy old man, you know, and you're walking around all, never happy, that's going to have a draining effect on your team. And so, yes, you can certainly demotivate your team by showing up. But I do think the the opposite end of the spectrum where we show up all rah-rah and that fake energy, we, we like, like we're exhausted at the end of the day because we just put forth so much energy just to get, because we were trying to create energy for everyone else in the room. That's exhausting. Do you know the feeling where you're like trying to put out enough energy so that maybe somebody will catch it and and use some of it, right? I think that's exhausting. I don't think, I know it's exhausting. I've been there and I think you have too. So here's a different approach. Here's a different approach. And I think, I think you're going to see yourself you're going to see motivation come as a byproduct of this much quicker than trying to create motivated people. Okay. So here, there's four things I wrote down. Number one, I want you to think about enrolling your team. So if you're faced with a, maybe it's, it's, it's this holiday season coming up and you know, you're going to have to put forth like five times, five X, 10 X, the number of orders in a, a shorter window of time, you know, it's going to be a big month, busy, late hours. Instead of just motivating them and getting them fired up for the the time ahead, enroll them in the month ahead. Enroll them, enlist them, ask more of them. And the key word is ask. And that feels vulnerable because, well, what if they say, I'm not in, I don't want to do that. Well, then you would have never been able to motivate them. I'm just saying that. They already have it in them or they don't. And so I believe asking more of them is your best option, enrolling them into the the big task at hand. So enrolling them kind of sounds and looks like this. Hey, team, we are about to have one of the biggest months of our year. It's going to require a lot from all of us. I know I'll be working 50 hours a week, and I'm going to that that's going to be required of you, too if you choose to take it on. And so before we go into this busy time of year, I want to ask each of you, are you prepared? Are you, are you, are you on board? Are you, do you want this? Are you in? Can we count on you? Ask more of them. Because I promise you they'll say, yeah, I get it. I see it. I'm in. It's a month. And we'll celebrate at the end. It's different than you coming in and pushing them in in the form of motivation. You're asking them in a very challenging way, like a caring, challenging way, like, I love you. And that's why I'm I'm giving you a heads up that the next month is going to be extremely difficult. And I need to know that you're in. And if you're not, that's okay. But I I need to know you're in because this is going to be a big month for all of us. It's going to mean a lot. And then share the why behind it. That's going to be more motivating, quote unquote, motivating than just giving a rah-rah speech. So ask more of them. Number two, think about co-creating 
the path forward. Don't come up with the grandmaster plan all on your own. Bring them into it. All right, we're about ready to head into our busiest month of the year. Sit them down in front of the whiteboard with you. Okay, how do we want to move into this month? How can we be successful? What do we need to be thinking about? How do we want to work together through this? What, what will be important? What might be some of the traps we fall into? How might we get in our own way? Right? This is a conversation that you're having with your entire team and you're co-creating a solution. That's powerful. That's powerful because people support what they create. So that's co-creation. Number three, coach them. Coach them. And this probably comes into play more when you're in it. Now you're, you're in that busy month, you're in the struggle, you're in the fight, whatever you want to, however you want to refer to it. And coaching them, they're going to come to you with a challenge. And you're going to feel the need to jump in and fix it and tell them what to do to rescue them. And I want you to find a new default. And I want you to coach first. Ask them, what do you think? If you were to solve this, what ideas do you have? That's coaching. The opposite of coaching is giving advice, giving the answer. Coaching is all about helping people arrive at their own solutions through asking powerful questions, open-ended questions that cause people to slow down, think, and find their answers. Because people are powerful, and when you do that, you're going to be amazed at how, how smart they are and how capable they are. And sometimes they are amazed as well, and they really develop. They love you because they're like, oh my God, you helped me figure out who I am and what I'm capable of. I had no idea that I could do this, and you showed me that I could. And that's the rising tide that lifts all boats, when you can show up that way and really coach them to be great. Speak to their own greatness. Keep them in power. Keep them at choice. Don't take it away from them. And sometimes, not sometimes, almost all the time, when you give somebody advice or you tell them what to do, you're taking that ownership away from them. And you're telling them, you're communicating to them that they're some, they're, they are someone that needs your help. Now, I'm not saying we don't ever help and support. Don't hear me say that. But I think, again, we are too quick to do that and we don't first coach and allow people to remember that they're powerful and use that power. So that's number three, coach them. Number four, it's a real simple one. It's clarity. Are you giving your team complete clarity of what success looks like? Let me tell you what would make for a great month. If we got all the orders out on time and we did it without working past eight o'clock at night, or I don't know, like whatever, like set something exciting, give them clarity. Now they, now they have to, now we're going back to some of the other tools like co-creation. Now they get to create a solution towards the success that you just shared with them, the picture of success you just shared with them. Far too often as leaders and managers, we we spend so much time in the minutia telling people, okay, here's how I want you to do this. Here's how we're going to do that. We're going to do this, and then we're going to do that, and then we're going to go here, and then we're going to say this and that, and da, 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 da. And it's exhausting. When What if you saw people as powerful and capable, and what that looks like is you give them the what, and you give them the why, and you let them figure out the how. That's the fourth tool I want to give you, and that's clarity. Let them figure out the how. When people have clarity and they know what success looks like and they know how success is measured and they know what winning is and what losing is, they, now they know what game they're playing. And 
when you have the right people and the right seats in your business, they figure out the how every time. Sometimes even better than, than you or I could. And that's really cool when you get to experience that. So that's the fourth tool. Are you giving them clarity? So I hope these four things, these four approaches to creating an environment that's conducive to having driven people in, in your teams as you go into maybe a busier time of year, or maybe maybe the recession or quote unquote recession, maybe, maybe you're feeling a slowdown and some changes need to be made in the business. Maybe you need to change things, change the hours or change the way the business is fundamentally operating. Instead of trying to get them on board with the new way of doing things, Take a different approach. Enroll them in the new way of doing things. Ask them. Ask them. Help them see why. And then ask them if they'd be willing to to play. Would you be willing to play in creating this change that I think will really serve the greater good of this business? And, And that involves all of us. Are you in? Are you willing to experiment with me? That's enrolling your team. Co creating. All right, team. We're, we, I'm going to be honest with you. We, we didn't have a great month and our expenses are quickly, outweighing our income. And so we need to think about how we can reduce expenses. Now, let's talk about how, ways in which we can do that. Let's do that together. Let's have a conversation and co-create the solution for how we're going to re- reduce expenses. And that turns into this beautiful conversation where ideas are shared and weighed. For you to do that, though, you can't come into the conversation attached to any one outcome. Because if you're attached to one outcome and you already know what the quote-unquote right way forward is, well, you can't co-create. You can't enroll. All you're left with is getting buy-in at that point and, and motivating them on doing what you need them to do. And, and then coaching them, really coaching them to think through how they can find their own solutions for their own departments and their own team. And, and then give them clarity. Give them clarity. Maybe that's being a little more transparent than you normally would so they actually know where the business is at and then they have a better picture of what needs to happen. Or maybe you're just painting a clearer picture of what success looks like. Here's how we'll know when, we've, when we're there. We will see this number go from X to Y. We will see I, whatever. Like we, here's, here's what would indicate success. And then let them figure out the how. I promise if you do those things, those four things more in your business, going to be able to get a lot accomplished. You're actually going to start really tapping into the power of a team. And you know what that means for you? Is you wake up and you start to realize, wow, they don't need me as much as I thought. I get to go build that thing I've been dreaming of building, or I get to go build that new product line or, or that new offering or get back out in the, into the, the market and, and, and collaborate with other influencers and, and create and build the stuff that I love to do. I actually get to do that. So these four also use them as steps to being the leader you desire to be so that you can create more of what you want in your business. And you know what is, is amazing about that is I know you love your team. I know you're a compassionate leader. If you followed me at all, you, you know, like I know that about you. And so what a better gift than you, than you give your team than, than teaching them that they're powerful and creating an environment for them to go play full out. And in turn, you get to go playful out too. So I hope you found this episode helpful. Thanks for listening. If you have a question for me or would like me to cover a topic on an upcoming episode, go find me on Instagram at Zach.Arend. Drop me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. And until next time, thanks for listening. And we'll see you in the next episode. Hopefully you really enjoyed this podcast episode. And my hope is you found it 
really inspirational. And also, most importantly, I hope you took away some practical things that you can start to do and apply in your own life. So finally, I have one small favor to ask of you before you go. Wherever you get your podcast, whether that's Apple Music or Spotify, if you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Love to hear your thoughts. Come find us on social media. Share it on social media. It just really helps us get the word out, helps us grow our audience. So please do that. Thanks to my team, Ashley Bolden, who handles all the admin, and Chris Skipper, who handles all the music and editing of this podcast. For more information on the Create Purpose podcast, you can go to www.createpurpose.net. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Zach.Arend. Please drop me a comment. Reach out drop me a DM. I'd love to hear from you and love to hear what you're taking away from these conversations. What would you like to hear more of? Do you have any guests that you would love to see come on the show? And I'm always looking for great people to talk to and people with great stories that can inspire you. And so if you know of anybody, send them my way. Love to hear from you. I'm your host, Zach Aaron, and I'll see you in the next episode of the Create Purpose podcast. Bye for now.